all-American hash round. Pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato. Singles going. Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Adrian Madoc. And I'm Steve McGowan. We're in a band called The Beef People. We released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records, but we are also record collectors and we're passionate, especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes for a great single is what propelled us to begin this podcast. And this is podcast number... Number of singles going steady, 108. 108, boy. And we have two songs on this single. Uh, We're going to listen to both of them, and it's from one of the the better uh, artists of the so-called New Wave era, and one of the two songs from one of the greatest records from that period. The artist is Graham Parker and The Rumor, and uh, the songs are Discovering Japan and Local Girls from his album Squeezing Out Sparks. And these were released on a single on... On Vertigo Records in the UK only um, in 1979. Hmm. He was on Arista in the US. Um, and was on Stiff at some point, too. Yeah, just briefly, yes. Um there are plenty of um, pub rock lineage uh, stories with uh, Graham Parker, as uh, I think you know more about it, a little bit more about it than well, I do. Well, I mean, just uh, um, we've mentioned pub rock a few right. times, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, pub rock is not a thing that we really—it's not a useful label, I think, in the U.S. because right. we don't have that sort of place of a pub in our life like Mm -hmm. like like there is in the uk and what pop rock was was um sort of a a counter reaction to prog rock Mm -hmm. and to glam rock and stadium rock and overblown rock and the pub didn't didn't refer to um you know this is drinking music but it meant that this was the sort of stripped down back to basics Mm -hmm. um Rock and roll that didn't right. depend on looking flashy or right. or, or, or fog machines uh, or yeah, they, you know, or lots of keyboards and you know. But that didn't mean that people didn't play well right. or didn't care about how they played, right? Exactly. Uh, but the flashiness wasn't in in the presentation of the group, mm-hmm. but you know, in the way the songs themselves and the way they were mm-hmm. played. It's kind of a proto punk, or more of a proto. DIY. Right. Anybody and, can get their band together, go down and, and learn some Chuck Berry songs and play some 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 simple, effective rock and roll. 
I, I, that I doesn't think doesn't involve you know having to go to conservatory and study, right? Right. But I, well, I mean, I don't think it was that. It, I mean, that makes it sound more like punk. And yeah. That, I mean, it wasn't. There wasn't this sort of egalitarian mm-hmm. sense that right. anybody could form a band. Right. But it was that any decent band right. could go you know, because there mm-hmm. was a there, the, musicianship was important. Yes. So it wasn't like, hey kids, let's yeah. you know, yeah. it, you know um, pick up Judy your guitar and, and Andy, you know, let's uh, mm-hmm. you know put on a show. But it was, we're good. We mm-hmm. care about playing. Let's play a lot. Right. And um, so residencies became the norm. So people would set up in, in pubs mm-hmm. like the Hope and Anchor. Right. And they would play, you know, regular. Um, you know, weekly gigs or stands, learn, right? Learn their craft even better and build an audience. Right. You know, um, Graham Parker is from the London area. He was uh, a little older than some of the guys that came up. Um, traveled all over Europe, uh, played in Gibraltar. He was in Morocco. He was in Paris. He had a little bit of a, a worldview. He'd been around, learned to play, and decided he wanted to, a career in music. And at one point, um, Dave Robinson heard his stuff. Co-founder of Stiff Records. Right, and became his manager. And um, the cool thing about Graham was um, he had a little bit more of a soul. He was into soul music. He was into Otis Redding and, uh, you know, things like that. Uh, Wilson Pickett. A little bit more than some of the other guys that, that, uh, you know, R&B is always a thing in Britain. But he, he uh, Graham, uh, had a, a kind of a soul bent to, especially his earlier stuff before this record. Um, and, you know, American soul, right? Right. Th- th- that we know maybe right. uh, in Britain as Northern soul. Right, exactly. Really appreciating mm-hmm. um, soul records, particularly from the American mm-hmm. South. So by 1979, he um, had the songs together for his record, Squeezing Out Sparks. And uh, this is the first song on Squeezing Out Sparks. It's about a, a, roughly about touring in Japan. And uh, it's an amazing song. We're going to listen to it right now from 1979, the A side of the single Discovering Japan, Graham Parker and the Rumor. Yeah. 
talk a little bit about the rumor yes. um the, the rumor really was shards of the pub rock movement which was mm-hmm. you know even though you know it was a moment in time roughly the 70s right. um but things were winding up uh, for the most part in the mid 70s mm-hmm. as new wave and punk were emerging right um so there as new alliances formed like nick lowe left right. the group brinsley schwartz right so um Brinsley Schwartz, the person, right, and I guess Bob Andrews from the band, that they joined uh, to become the the, uh, the rumor, right, and the rumor became the backing band mm-hmm. for um, for Graham Parker, yeah, with Martin Bellman on guitar, who I think was in, uh, I think Ducks Deluxe, yeah, which was another well known pub rock group. So, so that pub rock, all these guys knew each other, yeah, and they all played in each other's bands. They saw each know. other's bands. They all mm-hmm. valued musicianship. Mm-hmm. Hard work, mm-hmm. putting on a show through your—I yeah, I don't want to say effort, but mm-hmm. but but through um, performance, right. you know, the, the performance itself, that mm-hmm. the songs, valuing songs, putting the songs at the center, mm-hmm. um, and and um, you know, putting across the song to an audience, that immediacy right. of a pub audience, that they all shared that mm-hmm. in common. So when we talk about the song we just listened to, "Discovering Japan." Um, it has a very Elvis Costello-y bent to it. Um, a lot of lyrics. It's dense lyrically. Um, has some wordplay in it. Uh, Graham's songs tend to do that, but not not generally as much as this particular song. Um, it has a great little riff. Um, he was talking about, I was reading an interview, but about how Martin Belmont didn't like the song because it went from... Um, uh, straight from a D to a B minor, which was something they didn't usually do, but that uh, the producer Jack Nietzsche uh, really was like, "This is a great song. You need to record this," and made sure it was the first song on the on the album. And it's it's really, I think Graham says now it's one of his best songs he's ever written. He's very proud of it, and he should be. He still plays it. Um, what do you hear in it? Why? I think all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, the the um, cool thing about Graham, he gets lumped in with Elvis and with Joe Jackson as well, uh, but he preceded both of them. He was he was there first and writing and had records out 
a couple of years before both of them did. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, but I mean, I don't think it's a it, it's a matter of coincidence. The fact that mm-hmm. the, uh, his vocal timber, his yeah. wor- you know, particularly hear the word play, right? Um, you know, although you know, particularly with Costello mm-hmm. and and Parker, they were running in the same circle. Yes, mm-hmm. but I don't think that there was as much. I don't think it was influence. It was more coincidence. Right, right. Um, I think they were both influenced by a lot of the same things. Yeah. But not maybe not so much by each other, right? Yeah, I think that's correct. You know, kind of working in their own lanes. Um, so let's listen to the B-side of the single, which is another excellent song. Um, it's uh, called Local Girls. He wrote it about uh, the girls in his town. Um being attracted to the guys on the army base <laughs> and not not interested in the local boys it's a cool song it's got a great little riff let's listen to it uh graham parker and the rumor from 1979 on vertigo records from the uk the b-side of discovering japan it's called local girls Don't you think that I'm the one 
Yeah, well, that's just super catchy. Yes. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's kind of irresistible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unusual that they selected that to be the mm-hmm. B. And I, I know. think in some it iterations, could have been the a, yeah. I think uh, they have released it as right. the, the A side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the 50 year career, there's right. lots of, of choices <laughs> of, of records to select from. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's catchy. And, you know, I'm. I've got a dim memory of actually hearing that on the radio. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I mean that that could have been the the song I think particularly that would catch mm-hmm. in the U.S. Although yeah. I I I don't think it got yeah. you know, much of a toehold. Yeah, I think squeezing out sparks was a, a, again one of those critics' darlings records. Everybody loved it, but um, this, as far as the sales, it wasn't that great. Um, I, it's a fantastic record. It's really one of the best records of that era of of, of anyone that that uh, was making records back then. The singer songwriter slash uh, angry young man slash new wave punk guy. It's it's definitely one of the best ones. Um, it stands up today. Um, almost every song on the record is is amazing. Um, I, I would recommend it highly. If you don't have that record, I would get the first Graham Parker rec- record I would get would be uh, Squeezing Out Sparks. Um, it's an amazing single, amazing artist, one of my favorites. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to say about the well, do, you, do you think, well, you know, it's awfully mid-tempo. And yeah. do you think uh, he suffered from the, com- you know, he had the comparisons. You know, if you're trying to sort out, there's all this new music coming into the U.S. in right. particular mm-hmm. from the U.K. And mm-hmm. here's a guy who kind of sent, you know, to the, the mm-hmm. casual ear, Maybe is this Costello? Right. No, it's mm-hmm. Joe Jackson. Right. What is this? And it, it doesn't have the extremes mm-hmm. um, of, of the the speed. Right. It's you not that. Not early that early Joe Jackson punk. records, mm-hmm. um, of, or or the anger mm-hmm. of of Costello. Do you think um, you know? You think moderation tends to to mm-hmm. win the masses, but do you think mm-hmm. maybe it just got lost? It, I think that's that's a good point. You know, he's so British in that he's very you know in the middle. Um, it's not revved up like uh, the Damned or something like that, or you know, and it's not uh, super angry either just like you were saying so he might have kind of gotten lost in the wash there was a there was a bunch of stuff coming out then you know a lot of the singer songwriter type so and so and the you know so and so um but it's so high quality and catchy and Mm -hmm. just you know Mm -hmm. competence is the word that kept running through my mind just you know but it it really i mean this is a solid record but maybe at a time when solidity was right, could, could be lost in the some the, dodgy the, ones were coming know, out in for the, sure. the um, angles and and mm-hmm. and uh, you know shards of, of mm-hmm. what else was coming out of the radio. Did you ever see uh, Graham Parker? I did live? not. Yeah. Did you? I have, um, but not not in that period. Uh, I hadn't seen him till much later. Um, we've discussed uh, the band The Figs from yeah. New York, and they they backed him up for a while. They were his backing band, his rumor. That would be amazing, yeah. So and the modern, the modern rumor was the yes. Figs. Yeah, and that was an amazing show. I saw them in Charlotte. Extremely well done. The Figs were great. They they did the job. They were. Oh, I bet they, they, they knew the songs. They did it right. And I've seen I've seen him play solo a couple of times, and he's always so funny. He's very dry and uh, um, very. 
he, he just rolls the songs out. I remember he played a song, um, a recent song, you know, compared to this one, these ones, um, called I'll Never Play Jacksonville Again. <laughs> and he had this long story, and it was the way he delivered it. It was basically about there was two people in the crowd in Jacksonville, and, or there was three people in the crowd in Jacksonville, and two of them are fighting <laughs> before he even starts playing. <laughs> uh, it sounds like a beef people gig. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he's very entertaining and very... Um, He's still got it, you know. He's got the voice. He's, he can play. He's still a great songwriter, still putting out great music. Um, I have some of his later records, and they're very good. Um, so Graham Parker is, is one of my favorites, I have to say. Um, do you hear anybody covering this? Yeah, that really, especially singer-songwriters, that yes. becomes like a hard, mm-hmm. hard question. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was wondering about... Um, here, the, the the thing I was thinking about was the the folk musician Frank mm-hmm. oh, doing yeah, yeah. local girls. Okay, you know I thought that you know uh-huh. give it some, a, a wry twist. Yes, uh-huh. and she had a great voice. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Huh. I wonder yeah. what she's doing there. Well, you know maybe this will be her yeah, her, her comeback uh, her comeback single mm-hmm. of local girls. Yeah, that's a good one. I was thinking of a, a little softer edged um, the the early band that he had. Um, and we've talked about him before, and he always does great covers. I'd like to hear "Discovering Japan" done by Marshall Crenshaw. Oh yeah, um, I, I think he could he could bring something really um, um, touching to that. You know, yeah. the way his voice is. Um, Good call. Do you have any recommendations? I do, and this is kind of your recommendation. Um, something we've had over the holidays here, uh, as we're recording this, it's right uh, right at the end of. Uh, 2019 and you had some pastries sent <laughs> from, from Iowa is that right yep. uh, Pella Iowa yeah and the bakery is called Yarsma Yarsma it's a Dutch bakery yeah because um, your family is Dutch yeah, yeah. some of some of them are Dutch yeah mom's hometown mm-hmm. Pella Iowa and the pastries that you got a big box of these pastries and I know you gave a lot of them out as um, presents and they're wonderful presents and we've been eating some, and I, I don't think I've ever had anything better. <laughs> what, what are those things called? The the, the, um, the puff pillow. Oh, the s co- the yeah. s cookies. The, yeah. The, yeah, the um, letters, Dutch letters. They're that, filled with almond paste. Yeah, the Dutch love their almond flavor. Mm-hmm, and it's just oh. And then there's the the things with the cream in them. Yep, puff pillows. Oh my God. Yep. The Dutch do it right. This place is uh, the Santa Claus cookies. We'll, we'll link to it. You can order from them. Apparently, the the shipping is a little little strong, but I'm telling you, if you um, that just means you have to order more. Yeah, if you get some of these pastries, you will not regret it. It's 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 uh, something you've been doing for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a family tradition. <laughs> so that's that's my recommendation, but it's really yours. <laughs> I stole your I stole your recommendation basically, oh, and it was my. Secret. I don't know. I was going to share it. Um, did, did you have anything else? Yeah, I have a recommendation, which is the um, book written about the pub rock scene. Yes. I may have uh, recommended this before, but it's certainly um, appropriate here, which is uh, No Sleep Till Canvey Island by mm-hmm. Will Birch, who yes. um, 
you, you may be familiar with from mm-hmm. his um, 2019 um, biography of uh, Nick Lowe. Cruel and to be kind. Cruel to be kind, the, mm-hmm. the music and life of Nick Lowe. Mm-hmm. And prior book, um, No Sleep Till Candy Island, tells the story from the inside of the pub rock movement. Um, uh, Will Birch was in a gr- group called the Curse All Flyers, mm-hmm. which was a part of that group before he was later in the records. Mm-hmm. And um, it t- talks about Brinsley Schwartz, uh, which was Nick Lowe's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, there's some overlap with the, with stories in the Nick Lowe This book, is all obviously. from a guy who was right in the middle he of it all. He was in the middle of yeah. it all, and, um, and yet he's got a, a very objective eye mm-hmm. as well, but it's like having an objective eye on the inside. Yes. Um, I, the, it's out of print uh, in the traditional paper sense, but it's in digital print. Yes, Kindle. Um, it's and it's authorized, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's made it available electronically right. uh, for Kindle download via mm-hmm. um, Amazon, um, and that's the way I got it. Yep. And it's a great story. Yeah, there's all sorts of good stories mm-hmm. in the book. Yep. All right then. So this has been our. Uh, podcast for today singles going steady 108 the amazing mr graham parker and the rumor from his squeezing out sparks record the single we talked about was discovering japan with local girls excellent stuff um please check it out and uh we will talk to you soon all right To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Zub Records. Records. Smart Smart sounds for sharp people. people. I'm not